0: So I'm currently here with Richard's uh, processing team and we've got um, four geophysicists here and what I want to do is kind of find out a bit what um, your life is like as a geophysicist here at CGG. So starting with you Maria, um, if you'd just like to introduce yourself and say what your job title is so far and the experience you've gained so far um, on the graduate programme.
1: Uh, Well, my name is Maria Cardenas. I started here at CDG as a geophysicist on February 5th. I've been working here around uh, seven months and I've been part of Richard's group as a processor. And how are you enjoying it? Is it good fun? Yes, it's it's a lot of fun. (laughs) Is it what you expected? It's actually surpassed my expectations. I've learned a lot in the few months I've been here. I thought it was going to be actually a lot more monotonous and the learning curve would be not that steep, but I've learned a lot. Wow, brilliant! That's good. Good to hear.
0: Um, Ricardo, starting with you as well. Um, just like to introduce yourself.
2: Uh, yes, um, I'm Ricardo, and I'm a project geophysicist, and I have been working here for one year now.
0: Yep. Huh? And how have you? How's your year gone? Has it flown by? Have you experienced a lot along the way? Yeah,
2: it's been pretty good. I think, and I agree with Maria that um, there is a lot of learning that mm-hmm. comes with it, and it is a very steep uh, learning curve. And I think you're pretty much learning something new every day. And they're always getting new tasks and they're always working something different. Not so great. I think that's one of Good. the things that I enjoy the most. Fantastic. Well.
0: Good. Uh, Veronica? Hi, I'm, <laughs> <Hello. Veronica. Hello. laughs> <laughs> I'm Veronica. Hello. I'm
3: Veronica Malfama. I started here, I think, two years ago. Okay. And um, I would say it, it's been quite an experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's mostly the technical depths that you get to um, the amount of knowledge that you can actually <laughs> gather within a, few, a short period of time is quite impressive. Yeah, um, I'm also quite impressed by the technology um, that we're using, um, the sort of software that we use, uh, yeah. how we actually go about creating those uh, softwares to, to solve some problems. Yeah. So I think for me, that's, that's, that's where my niche is, if you like. I get that yeah. impression already yeah. from
0: just my experience here already this yeah. morning that you literally are at the forefront of technology and you uh, Yeah, we do. We do.
3: We create, you know, several, you know, technical, if you like, software to solve physical problems, mathematical problems, all mm-hmm. of that. So very complex algorithms that we use. On a day-to-day basis, and yeah. and I think that's that's quite impressive for me.
0: And for was me. that something that you expected? You know, when yeah, it is, you started it is. I
3: I'd, I'd done uh, a lot of research into what company I wanted to go into, and yeah. I was quite impressed with CG. I mean, I, I I was studying for a PhD and all that, so I sort of knew where I wanted to be. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I actually came here, to some degree. So it's been it's been fun. Yeah. It's been challenging. Uh, uh-huh. don't get me wrong, but it's the kind of challenge that you enjoy. Yeah. Because you know that your brain's expanding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You know, it's true. Um, but yeah, so it's been enjoyable. What has been the most challenging thing? I, I would say, uh, for me, it would be. It, it's also the, the, the depth of technical expect, expertise that's required okay. at some point uh, to do certain tasks that you're not used to. So if you're if start up as a graduate and you're, you're about to do something like. Uh, uh, not to get too technical here but something even as simple as you know the multiple or, or anything like that you've read about the theory but actually applying it, getting to understand the technical aspects of in mathematics behind it yeah and then bringing that again it, that would be I think the, the challenging aspects because you are you are applying processes that you've been taught before but you don't understand the depth of it. yeah yeah So understand the depth of it I mm-hmm. think that that's it because it's very easy to push a button and go yeah yeah great <laughs> but it's just understanding yeah yeah from basics to you know very mm-hmm. very
0: in-depth yeah that's why like yeah that's Fantastic. that's the challenge yeah. well, it sounds mm-hmm. amazing of the two years <coughs> you know that obviously you've gained a lot of knowledge along the way and yeah, um, yeah. tom um if you just again you'd like to introduce yourself and your role that you play within the team
4: sure sure so i'm uh tom i'm supervisor here so i've been here nearly nine years okay so um Yes, my role is uh, a little bit more um, dynamic, so it's there's a, there's a strong customer-facing role mm-hmm. to it. There's a people development role. Yeah. One of the things I enjoy the most. It's it's sort of multifaceted in yeah. that respect. So there's also a strong team-working role, making mm-hmm. sure the team is working working well and yeah. working functionally well together, and also ensuring that you know, people are happy and people are developing and growing. Fantastic. And
0: growing. So how many people are in the team in total?
4: Uh, about 12 or 13 at the moment.
0: 12 people. Yeah. And then Tom, you reporting to Richard. To Rich, yeah. Fantastic. Richard, um, So in terms of, it's, it's nice you just said that about developing people and that's a big aspect of your job that you actually mm-hmm. enjoy. You know, as a, a graduate that, you know, Maria and Ricardo, you know, we've only been really on the programme a year and not not many of you, Maria, <laughs> yes. um, you obviously feel as though you're getting that support from um, Tom and obviously you're probably getting a lot of um, being able to pick his brains in terms of the knowledge and things that he's gained <laughs> along the way. Um, you know, for the graduates, um, well not the graduates yet, but the students that are maybe thinking about applying to CGD, could you kind of second that, that you do get a great, great support network from Tom and Rich and then maybe the senior members of the team?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, the, the over the time I've been here, uh, I've been constantly mm-hmm. um, asked to rely on uh, my other colleagues to ask as many questions as I can. Everyone's very open to sit down and explain to you Uh, They're very um, enthusiastic when you ask questions Mm -hmm. because that way they ensure that down the path you are going to have every piece of information that you're going to need to build on your knowledge on that. So they're very supportive no matter how busy they are. You can always just approach them, go to their desk and ask them a question and they're very open and they like Uh, the people in our team to share their knowledge Mm -hmm. and and their past experience and even if they don't know it themselves they can point you to someone who does even if it's in another team it's not always within our team or richest group they also encourage you to reach out to other people, mm-hmm.
0: which is great. Definitely, fantastic. Um, so Tom, just going back to you a second, mm-hmm. obviously you've been here nine years, um, you obviously can see your career here with CGG, mm-hmm. and all the experiences you've aga- gained along the way. You know, what's kind of your future plan in terms of your career <laughs> here at <laughs> CGG?
4: Well, I'm quite new in my current role, so the, the future okay. plan is to currently, you know, keep people developing, make sure people are happy and progressing in their, in their roles themselves. Yeah. Um, Ensuring the team is working functionally well together because that's one of the most challenging aspects. Is you're balancing not just keeping a project on schedule and keeping a client happy, mm-hmm. but you're also balancing the team working together, each person's individual development goals. Yeah. What's best for the person as well as what they want to be doing because the most important thing is you know, people are happy. Yeah. As sure. well, so in the short to medium term, that's that's the current, that's the current aim. You know, mm-hmm. Long term, you know, I'm ambitious and we'll, we'll see where things go, but um yeah, in the short to medium term, so yeah. people and people are the most important
0: things. It seems as though you have quite you know a quite nice group uh, together, you know, working together as a team. Do you do things socially outside of the group? You spend a lot of time together getting to know each other as well as in and out of work?
4: Absolutely. So we, um, we went for um, a meal very recently, didn't we? <laughs> we try and do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we try, and, we try and do that every two to three months, go out um, yeah. for the evening, have, yeah. some, have some drinks. Get to know especially because there's a lot of new graduates coming in so mm-hmm. when, when a new person comes onto the project we'd like to introduce them to initiate them and mm-hmm. and to make sure that people are trusting each other mm-hmm. not just in work but sort of building building personal yeah. relationships as well because mm-hmm. that really really makes a difference so um yeah and key milestones in the project as well we make sure we celebrate those by going out so oh
0: good um, so how long will you have um to to manage this team for then how long do you stay in this group for
4: um that's it's like how long's a piece of string so okay. you have you a have project and you have people on the project mm-hmm. but each project has its, has its own it's short medium, long um, term de- demands. so okay. someone may come in some extra people may come in when when things are getting a bit hectic mm-hmm. equally we share people around when things are a little bit lighter yeah so you tend to have a core of people mm-hmm. but there are some people that, that may change depending on demands but the, the key is people have a, a reasonable amount of time so
0: great so sticking to my questions then try not to digress digress too much and um, back to you Maria how important is teamwork to what you do in your role so far
1: oh it's very very important it's basically how our work is set up everyone's working simultaneously on mm-hmm. the same data mm-hmm. so my results the quality of them or how they affect the, the project at the end are very much tied to the person sitting next to me or the person who is working on the previous step to the processing flow. So Mm -hmm. it's very important that we're constant communications, things change from one step to another, Mm -hmm. from one test to another. So it's Mm -hmm. very important to maintain that communication within the team. And also because it is very technically challenging, sometimes you have a problem, you don't know how to fix it, how to solve it. So if you talk to your team, you have, eight 12 pairs of fresh eyes that can actually guide you what about if you tried this what about if you try something else mm-hmm. there's such a wide range of experience that working with your team not only means that you have to share what you know but also means that you get to use what they know yeah in order to improve what you do or to help you solve any issues so it's very very important it's a great resource to yeah
0: I can even imagine you know from a personal level like your softer skills of Um, Not just your technical knowledge and what the current project you're working in, but right way through to to those kind of situations, you're learning all the time about problem solving. You know how to do it. You know maybe in your personal life and you you know in your career, but well as the projects you're actually working on. I feel as though the word problem solving has been used so much already today. It seems like it's (laughs) such a key element of, like I say, individual work, but also as as well as teamwork. what advice could you give to someone that you know in kind of experience you've gained on way that's helped you overcome any problems in terms of
1: problem-solving whether it be individually or as well as part of the team, is there anything <coughs> that you've learned along the way? I think it's that to ask, ask for help, ask, uh, rely on the people next to you and around you, that is the best advice I could give them there's so, they know so much, the people that work here just rely on them and ask for help, ask for questions and don't think that you have to do it by yourself because you don't. Yeah. You have a team, you can rely on them. So yeah. share make as them much them as you can and it. ask and rely on them. And yeah. everyone is very happy to help you and so make use of that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I like that. and um, Going to you next, uh, Ricardo, if you could yes. tell me a bit about the projects that you guys are working on at the
2: moment. Yeah, well, right now we're working on this uh, project, which is in the Norwegian Sea. Um, it is a very, very big project, and um, very big data set. Mm-hmm. And also, as uh, Tom has mentioned, there is also. Lot of people working on it, and um, so it is. Um, it is a combination of things. It is not only the technical part, and that uh, involves uh, processing such a big project, but also how do you manage the team with the thing, which is not my part, but still, um, you need to be in constant communication with your team to be able to make sure that the processes and the way these processes interact with each other are on in the in the in the best way. Mm-hmm. So what you can be doing in the, the tasks you are working with can affect um, the result that someone else. Um, or the process that someone else is working with, so it is important to be in constant communication. But it isn't only communication within within the team. It is also communication ex- to with other teams to make sure that your findings and things that you can that you have learned can also be used by other teams and also take learnings from uh, from people who have been working here the longer. And um, so, and um, we have been facing um, working on this project, which is um, very big, and you know there is uh, there is a lot of challenges that come that comes with it, and you need sometimes what you have tested and and it within a given area may not work uh, the same overall because it's such a big. You have geology variations, mm-hmm. so you need you need to you need to, to, to make sure that you are very very smart and when it comes to how you're gonna organize your your testing and make sure that it is encompass all the different geology types and all the different noise types to make sure that the the ultimate results are the best you can possibly. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. So have you been um, part of your process so far Ricardo? have you gone to a lot of the client meetings and a lot of you know kind of their face-to-face and presenting your findings and things like that and how have you found that experience so far? Yes well
2: I think I think it is a, it is a, an experience at first and makes you grow a lot and mm-hmm. I mean not only of course you need to prepare yourself technically to be able to answer all the questions that the clients and may possibly come up with so yes. it, is, it is of course a, a part of technical development technical yeah. growth but it's also part of personal growth you know you need to also learn how to interact with the clients how to answer to the question and how to understand their needs mm-hmm. so it's also a part of uh, soft skills uh, growth that you also yeah. need to to incorporate I- into yourself cell- and presentation and skills as well you need to you need to make sure that be that when you whenever you make a recommendations first you have um, the you, you have made sure that they are convinced that what you're proposing is actually the best, yeah, the, best sure. the best way to go and also um, that they have to feel the trust, you know, that they, they gain the trust mm-hmm. and that they are aware that you have been looking at the data the right way yeah. and that mm-hmm. then they know that what you're actually suggesting is the best that's way. That's correct, to yeah. Go. yeah. Yes. Did
0: it make you nervous? having, you know, doing well, no, nah, it's, it's,
2: it's uh, of course, it is, it is a lot of growth and, and that's why when we work here, we just go on, we start learning new things and we start developing being ourselves. So mm-hmm. it, I think it is, uh, it is part of the job course it can be scary at the beginning when you are dealing with the clients for the first time but I think that's it's just a normal thing that's how everyone is we'll gonna be to feeling it, uh. at the beginning <laughs> and then at the end you just get used to it and things start going better and you start getting more confidence in your technical knowledge and also yeah. then once you have achieved that you start just speaking and being more confident also talking to the clients. Mm-hmm. So
0: definitely yeah. Um Veronica just could you talk to me a bit about you know we mentioned earlier when you when we I mean, when you introduce yourself, about yeah. the technology that you're using here at CDU. Can you tell me a bit about the technology that you're maybe currently working on at the moment? And without uh, maybe giving? Okay.
3: <laughs> um Okay. Um, so, I mean, anything we do with in-processing is just to improve the self-service image, right? So required data, we want to take out all the noise the data, preserve mm-hmm. any signal and data such that we get the best image for any sort of interpretation or drilling targets or anything like that. So, one of the uh, things I've been working on was uh, to actually remove noise in data and there are different characteristics of noise in the data you will find. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the simple things that we've tried is to do a 3D, if you like, uh, 3D uh, denoise and what that means is it actually uh, transforms your data into uh, a different dimension and it does a single value decomposition on your data. <laughs> 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 I want Perhaps I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I hope someone understands <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so once it, it does singular value decomposition on your data, so if you've got data set, you would do a singular value decomposition, and then it will transform that data into a, a matrix. Okay. And by doing some sort of rank reduction on that matrix, based on, obviously, what you think is signal and what you think is noise, you're able to remove some noise preferences from your data. Okay. So, And it, it works taking data in three dimensions. By that I mean, obviously, X, Y, and Z. Right, okay. Yeah.
0: So, so can I some, ask, yeah. without maybe asking too much, but what is it that you actually, you know, what is the data that you're working on? Where so, you so we're
3: working with seismic data, it's from the North Sea. Right, okay. Um, yes, so it's a quite toast stream of data. It's a large area, but uh, I think statistics... Similar to what you can see on this similar screen. Similar to what you see on the on ah, screen. Okay. Okay. Data. Very complex yeah. geology, yeah. and, you know, so we sort of need a um, very high technical algorithms to actually remove some of the noise characters we see in the data right, and yeah. preserve some of that beautiful structure where we think there might be some oil
0: so but, do yeah. you um do you go like out uh, you know so have you been in the north sea yourself to have a look you know where no. you're getting oh, no no, <laughs> I, get <laughs> no, no I, I haven't been but we i mean
3: we do have seismic acquisition crews that go out there acquire data for us okay. You know, there's there's several stages. If you think of it, your physicist, you've got the acquisition part of it, you've got the processing part of it. Then you have obviously interpretation and you know reservoir studies, and I think okay. we do all that here. But right, um, okay. it's just obviously depends on where your expertise is and where you're interested. in
0: Okay. As we go, yeah. I see. Yeah. So if you know if you did actually want to go to that ele- in that yeah, element, you, you, you could yeah. you can do that. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. and um, So t- your q- next question, Tom. You know a bit about you know you've, you mentioned where you are as a supervisor and the um you know managing the team. Um, obviously, you mentioned you do a lot of things socially as well, which is great. Is there anything individually that you get involved in? So, are you maybe a STEM ambassador? What kind of other things do you do as well as being a supervisor and part of the team?
4: Um, so, what I'd say is, yeah, the technical side always stays pivotal. So that's something you need to keep. Yeah. But as you, I say, as you grow and develop, um, the other areas of the job take take a, take a larger take a larger role and more of your time. Sure. So, you know, it's obviously the role where was talking about we have to present to clients, yeah. and, and, and to convince them. You know, we know on the data what is best, and and um, to, to try and bring that across to them in a particular way. But there's also the role that you move forward, you, you're presenting, you know, to, to prospective clients as well, and um, also you know quarterly um, feedback sessions, mm-hmm. you know, appraisals. It's a big part, big part of the role, as well as you know running training courses and and other things. So the the role becomes more multifaceted and mm-hmm. you've got more, um, I would say, the job is sort of what you make of it a bit more, you know, you've yeah. a lot of freedom there to explore, even to the extent where you can potentially end up at conferences presenting things like that. Yeah, so definitely. There's, there's a lot um, a lot beyond, beyond the technical side of the mm-hmm. job.
0: Yeah, brilliant. And it obviously feels that you've had the support along the way to you know, to get to that stage and um, you know develop those skills, so you can you know go off and do those conferences. Absolutely, there's a the
4: support there, but there's also the freedom to, to explore yourself. Yeah. And there's there's there's, there's that element of of um, of a blank page to some extent, where what can you do? You know, yeah. what, what 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 can you invent? What can you what can you do with the tools you have? Yeah. So yeah, you you have people support you, but there's also that that unknown of of being able to do something different.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, well thank you very much everyone and um, it's it great to kind of speak to you all as a, a team from you know all the experiences you've gained along the way and the, the years of knowledge there is here so thank you very much and again if students if you're thinking about considering applying to CBG it just shows you the amount of support that you do get um, if you are successful here.